the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. The Friday edition on a chilly, cloudy, almost winter day. Kathy, good to see you. It's the best edition, John, the Friday edition. The best? You know what else it is? What's that? The caffeine-fueled edition. What do you mean, caffeine-fueled? I've got a beverage in my hand. Mm -hmm. Normally, during every show, I have my um, Hydro Flask filled with water and mint Mm. from my yard. So organic of you. Yeah. Today, I've thrown it all to the wind. And I've got a glass full of fat and a little bit of sugar and a lot of caffeine. And I'm loving every bit of it, courtesy mm-hmm. of our friends at the Spring House. Oh, yeah. We drove down to see Marsha today at the Spring House. I mean, it's courtesy of you because you're the one who bought it, actually. Well, it's, but they're I, the ones who made it. Yeah, they make it. We, we uh, picked up a little turkey today and uh, got some chocolate milk as well. Listen, so Marsha has been talking about the caffeine Man. milk, which is nitro coffee mixed with fresh uh, farm milk. Mm-hmm. And so we picked up a half gallon of that. Mm-hmm. Well, we also got two gallons of chocolate milk. Yep. We, and by we, I mean you. Yeah. Anyway, I've come up with the best thing in the world, which is combining the two. Nitro, nitro coffee milk. Mm-hmm. Those cows are flying around they the pasture. Are. They are. They are just running And around. so I maybe have two thirds of that in my cup mm-hmm. with one third Springhouse chocolate milk. That's fabulous. And about eight ice cubes. Mm-hmm. I don't The ice cubes I don't get. Because I can't stand milk without ice cubes. Really? It's not cold enough. Really? Yeah, I know. A lot of people hate that. that. My family's appalled by it. Be appalled. Stand up That's good. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, so maybe during the 5 o'clock hour, you'll be flying around the room as well. I'm excited about what could happen. Excellent. All right. It's a good day. It's a Friday. What time is it anyway? Uh, It's time for me to tell you, John. Tell me. Your weekend has begun. Excellent. Fabulous. Thank you, sir. Thank you, and a woohoo back That's to you. Fan. Six minutes past after the four o'clock hour. Uh, this is could be for some people the beginning of a very long, long holiday weekend. What do you think? There was no traffic coming mm. into the station for me today. I right. thought, where? So nobody's working apparently. No, and, and probably next week as well. That's right? very exciting. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll be here. We'll be here. We're going to be here for the duration. Showing up, of course. I'm yeah. excited about the it, heck. and uh, the happiest thing. Hmm. We don't live in Buffalo. Oh, I mean, I, I kind of wish I was in Buffalo right now. These are like one of the, you know, one in a million chance of what? They've got two feet of snow already mm-hmm. and maybe four more feet on the way. I mean, it's, that... it's outrageous. Yeah. I, I, tonight I'm just going to watch it on TV. Just let it That's, fall. It seems mean. It's not like I'm laughing at their misfortune. Mm-hmm. I'm just, it's so unbelievable yep. that that amount of snow would... So what's the strategy? If that amount of snow is falling and you're a homeowner, are you going out and shoveling your walk every couple of hours? Well, or you just let it all fall I and heard, say, get it? Uh, I heard some people from the Buffalo area saying, this is no big deal to us. Like what? all of you people in the rest of the nation are, are, fixated on are it. fussing, but we're just going about our business because we know what to do. All right. 
So those I, buffalo. I thought if that's the way they feel, then I want to salute them I in do. their competence. The lake effect, they know it well. All right, that's a, that's a quick look at uh, just us gabbing away here. But how about the news? I mean, that's I've a got some. whole other story. Without further ado, Kath, please give us the top four at four. For Friday, November 18th, 2022. God bless you. Number one. A wave of fresh protests erupted in Iran this morning as the regime cut off Internet access to multiple cities across the country. The protests reportedly were sparked by the funerals of Iranian children killed by security forces, and they appeared to be gaining in intensity. Dozens of people attended the funeral of nine-year-old Kian Perfalak in the city of Iza. Video posted online shows his mother saying this. Imagine that, 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 that we have seen this video. Quote, she's saying, hear it from me on how the shooting happened so they can't say it was by terrorists because they're lying. She said, plainclothes forces from my country shot my child. That is it. People gathered at the funeral were sh- chanting death to Khomeini. Uh, the New York-based Center for Human Rights in Iran says another child, a 14-year-old Sefer Magsaudi, also killed by security forces on Wednesday, and a 14-year-old named Artin Rahmani, also killed while he was protesting. Uh, at least 362 people, including 56 children, have been killed in the demonstrations. And these, as we remember, initially led by women, but they've grown now to this point to the largest anti-government demonstration the regime has faced since it came to power in 1960. 79. That's from CBS News. Number two, Qatar will be the home of the FIFA World Cup beginning November 20th. It's only two days away. It's the first time the Middle East has hosted the tournament. It, of course, is probably the world's biggest sporting event, wouldn't you say? Without a doubt. How many nations are involved? Uh, Shedding an uncomfortable spotlight, however, on Qatar's labor system where employees often control immigration. Often, if you're working there, they're going to take your passport. If you're not from Qatar, uh, so you don't have access to it. So you feel like, in many ways, you're working um, in a slave situation for the people who have built a lot of the places that World Cup attendees are going to enjoy. Right. So that's the downside. The upside is that Qatar is showcasing its culture, history, and identity. For the visitors who are going to be coming, that's about one and a half million people that are going to descend on that tiny island. Plus, I don't know how many millions are going to be watching on TV. I also saw a little video of people getting ready for camel racing, which is a staple in Cutter's culture. I also saw that what they're forbidding beer in the stadiums. Oh, I didn't know. Right, yeah, and which has made a big brouhaha. No pun intended. Right. Um, but apparently the people in the boxes, the luxury boxes... They're going to have it anyway. Yes, they will. So it's the same in every, every culture and every... Right place on earth number three we talked about the dangerous lake effect snowstorm which is paralyzing parts of western and northern new york nearly two feet of snow already on the ground falling at the rate of three inches per hour that started last evening schools are closed amtrak stations in buffalo niagara closed thursday are closed again today flights are canceled the buffalo Cleveland game is going to be played in Detroit. One of those rare instances where you you wouldn't be mocked for going out to get milk and bread. I don't because I think you probably need milk and bread <laughs> right. at this point because you don't know when you'll get it next. God bless those people. And number four, Thanksgiving dinner will be taking a much bigger bite out of your grocery bill this year, John. The cost of buying a turkey and the trimmings to feed a family of ten is the highest it's been in years, according to the latest American Farm Bureau Federation survey, and that is your top four. 
at four. The average cost of a classic Thanksgiving feast is $65.04, which is a 20% increase over 20%? last year's average. Really? Yes. Well above the 2020 price tag. You can blame inflation, not to mention several factors, including bird flu, mm. record high feed prices, mm. and pretty much every single item that you see on your Thanksgiving table. But still, on Thursday, we will bow our heads and give thanks. We certainly will, mm-hmm. and I can't wait. Uh, over the next couple days, Monday and Tuesday show, we're going to be talking side dishes. Mm-hmm. So we hope that you are willing to share some of yours with us and our Thanks. listening audience. And you'll be busy in the kitchen yourself. Will I you will be? be, and uh, I'm starting my cooking this weekend, tomorrow. Really? Yes. So I'm going to do as much as I can ahead of time prep, prep. to make Thursday enjoyable and not crazy. Mm-hmm. Will you have like an olive tray? Do you think I should have an olive tray? I don't want to add more work for you, but I always look forward to the olive tray. Do you? Yeah. You mean in general? Mm-hmm. On yeah, Thanksgiving? Yeah, on Thanksgiving. You know, because of sort- all the rich food, it's kind of the salty thing is nice. Yeah. It's you know nice to little sort of pick there. Mm-hmm. Olives and some cheeses. And Are you some- going to leave that out for the whole thing or just before the... Meal starts before the meal starts, but then maybe it'll transfer over to the yeah, you know to the main table as well. Mm-hmm. But by the time everything else comes around, yeah, but you know early on. But like my brother would eat hot cauliflower. You like you know something like that. I like that stuff. Do you? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like that pickled. Yeah, giardinera. Pickled, yeah, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever really had that. Really? Well, you're missing out. Is okay, what I'd say. I'll check it. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come back. Uh, do you? struggle in your Bible reading? Yes. Do you fail in a Bible reading plan? Yes. We're going to talk about that next 52 Weeks in the Word, a companion for reading through the Bible in a year. 101.5 WORD. Hi, I'm Georgine Rice. This week in the Christian Outlook, the Senate advances the Respect for Marriage Act. But don't be fooled by the name. It's not marriage equality. It's marriage redefinition. We'll get analysis from Albert Moeller. Marriage is and can only be the union of a man and a woman according to Scripture. Be sure to join us. The Christian Outlook, Sunday night at 10 on 101.5 WORD. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 888-SHARE-19. That's 888-SHARE-19. 888-SHARE-19. You've all helped build MyPillow and the incredible company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. It's John Hall. Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bedsheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. 
Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The Giza bed sheets are marked down as low as $29.99. And believe me when I say you'll get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set is made with USA cotton, comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Typically retails at $89.98, now just $39.98 with promo code WORD. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Pittsburgh area attorneys, a partner men can count on. Offices in Pittsburgh, Beaver, and Cranberry Township. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. Online at CordellCordell.com. If I've done this once, I'm sure I've done this five, six, seven times. With every good intention, I think I'm going to go and involve myself, engage in a regular Bible reading plan to read the Bible for the full year. And it'll go good. Week one, mm-hmm. week three, sometimes even... You feel good about four. Oh, week six, then week seven or eight, I, I, I miss some time. I fall behind a Things day. start to fade off a little. Or two or three. Then I involve myself in some self-loathing. Mm-hmm. A lot of, you know, and then finally you just go, how ah, the heck with it. That's right. This is over. And then you look in the mirror and you go, loser. <laughs> You're such a loser. Right. Well, Trillian Newbell is here to encourage you, John, and maybe present something that helps you to stick with it. Trillian Newbell is the author of several books, including A Great Cloud of Witnesses, Sacred Endurance, and the children's book Creative God, Colorful Us. And we're happy to have her back on the show. Trillia, welcome. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing well. Okay, so I am guessing, Trillia, that you have written this book for people like John, and I am exactly (laughs) the same way. Maybe for yourself. Yeah, or just feel so frustrated with our lack of... Commitment. Yeah, consistency. People to not come to the word in either guilt or frustration or any of those things, but with joy. And I I do believe that... um, a resource can kind of help guide and cheer us on, and it helps keep us uh, keep help us to keep track. I think that's another reason why um, some, sometimes we give up. We're like, oh well, I've missed that week. I'm 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 too far behind. But it's God's word. We're never too far behind. We just pick up where we left off, and so that is part of the goal. And um, so yeah, I do hope that it is a resource that would encourage. The Johns in the world and people like me who who just need that something to to keep us accountable to keep getting into God's word. Fabulous. Okay, so Trillia, um, you I'm reading about you today. You became a believer around the age of 22. So what was that like for you? I mean, you know, new Christian, excited. Uh, did you sort of jump in and read the Bible in a full year? Uh, we'll talk about your Bible reading habits as you encourage us with 52 weeks in the Word. I did not jump in and um, read the entire Bible because I I was just totally uh, unexposed, not totally unexposed, that's not true, but I would not have um, 
thought to do that. So I just started, I believe I started in a gospel and I can't remember which one. And then I started uh, reading Ephesians and, and I really was trying to understand the gospel as a new believer. It wasn't until probably several, maybe even a year or several months later that I I realized, oh, you need to read all of God's words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so it, it wasn't until then, and, and, and that took some discipleship and meeting with girls and understanding that the all of the Bible is God's word and that I should read through it to understand. I really need to understand the old to understand the new. And so I, I didn't, it took a little bit while of a little bit of time for me to understand that, but I was always reading um, because I wanted to know Jesus. I wanted to understand the faith that I was following. And so, um, and so it's like all, all things that takes time for me to grow and, and I'm still learning and still growing <laughs> forever. And so, yeah, that was my journey. And, and I have been, um, and even as I think about my Bible reading habits today, um, it, it's, it's still sometimes slow. I I read, or it's it's maybe I'll I've sat down and I'll read um, all of Ephesians rather than just a chapter, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of my Bible reading habit. Like as it. it's yeah, it's looked different every every year. So I'm looking at this uh, book that you have uh, just produced, 52 Weeks in the Word, and the first thing I can say for for listeners who are um, unfamiliar with it, haven't seen it yet. Uh, first of all, it's really a beautiful book. It, it's just, it's super pleasant to look at. It doesn't look like a girly book or a manly mm-hmm. book. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's fine for any gender, um, but it's pleasant uh, in its presentation. It doesn't overwhelm me visually. And, you know, I say that simply because John and I get a lot of books and I've seen a lot of Bible reading plans and I kind of crack them and it's I'm instantly overwhelmed by them. Do you know what I mean? It's just too much. I do. This is not like that. And so I really want to give you some encouragement on that because I think you've done a really nice job with how it's set up. And the other thing I like <laughs> is that it it's arranged by weeks, but it's not arranged by dates. So if if week four is bad for you, John. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Wait a week, second. Week five could become week four. You so know what February, I mean? February 9th is not like a big L in front exactly. of it. Exactly. And and I've really in the past had a hard time with those. I a hundred so have I. That's exactly why I did not do that. Because I want people to um it's the the whole title is fifty two weeks in the word, a companion for reading through the Bible in a year. So it's a companion, and I don't want it to feel like a um, a slave driver. Yeah, <laughs> taskmaster. Yeah, right, right. taskmaster, yeah. And so this is, it's, and so when, and, and not that dates aren't helpful, they can be, but, but the goal really is about abiding and getting in God's Word. And so if you are, if you are, in the week where you read Leviticus and you get bogged down and you're you need a brain break, then you can skip to week thirty five or something. And I, I don't remember what what week that is, but you can skip somewhere in the New Testament and have do that week. And so, it the goal really is 
to read through the Bible in a year, but I didn't want it to be so structured that if you missed a week, one, you'd feel guilty, but two, you wouldn't start again. And so I'm so glad to hear that you see the accessibility of it because that was the goal. I have zero and take zero credit for the design. That was the Moody design team. I told, you know, I wrote everything and I told them, here's what we're looking at. And they laid it out and it's gorgeous. And uh, it's just everything I could ask for and more. So excellent. So encouraging people to read the Bible, right? I mean, that's why you spent, you spent a lot of time, obviously, going through the process. What, what did it do for you? I mean, has it changed the way but by writing about it, thinking about it, praying about it and reading the Bible? Has your Bible reading also changed by encouraging others? Absolutely. And, you know, that's the one thing that is so wonderful um, about reading God's Word is that you're always learning something new. Always. Mm-hmm. And always. even if you, yeah, even if you don't recognize it straight up, up front. And so when I was, I remember, and I can't for the life of me remember which minor prophet, but I remember being in a minor prophet and I was trying to make sense of the the names that the prophet was using. And then um, I realized, oh, this is from the Genesis. And so here I am in a minor prophet and I, I realized, oh, for us to understand this, I need to look back at Genesis and see, oh, there was something going on in the families in a, in a conflict at that time. And he's using that as a, as a um, description for, for what was happening in that context. And I just thought, okay, this is one, the whole, it's, it's, everything's connected. <laughs> and we really do, in order to understand, you need to have read through the word. Um, and so it was, it was a delight to, to, uh, to make that uh, revelation for me. It was a, uh, something new, but, um, but that's what I, I often experience when I read God's Word. Something that I, I thought I knew, I've, I've read this story a thousand times, and then it, something else pops out. Or I've read this passage, wow, I've never seen this in the book of Proverbs. But, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I just think it's, it's we're, we're never going to exhaust. Um, right. the mysteries of the Lord and learning about him. Yeah, truly. Just on, yesterday on the show, John and I were talking about just how important it is just to read the book, just to read the Bible, for goodness sake, and um, not just talk about it or say you're going to read it, but to actually read it. Because both of us had, had read a passage that was very familiar to both of us. And something jumped out at us that just seemed so obvious. Uh and how could I have never seen that before, except that I would never have noticed that if I wouldn't have been reading it again. So just this is a wonderful encouragement to keep on reading. The new book by Trillian Newbell is called 52 Weeks in the Word, a companion for reading through the Bible in a year. Trillia, I really love this, and I want to thank you for putting this together. I'm, I'm really honored, and I hope it serves many. That's Trillian Newbell. Very nice. Check out the book, 52 Weeks in the Word, a companion for reading through the Bible in a year. Okay, you got me. Sign me up. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. 
In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-555-88. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-555-88 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-555-88 to see if you qualify. That's 800-555-88. Hi there, I'm your host, Dog, filling in for the human who's normally here and bringing you the smells and sounds of the holidays, courtesy of Beggin' Dog Treats. We wish you a Beggin' Christmas. We wish you a Beggin' Christmas. So Christy, Mary, Doberman, let Beggin' you acquire. Deck the halls with strips of bacon. Remember, for bacon-loving dog excitement this holiday, it's bacon! Meet Brad. Brad's hard at work, or at least his website is. Ever since he added live chat with Salem Surround, Brad's customers are getting their questions answered 24-7. Website purchases have gone up 35%, and they're over three times more likely to buy from him again. No bots, just real people helping real people. Live chat, one of the easiest, most affordable ways Salem Surround can increase your business while you do other things, or nothing at all. Ask us how at surroundpittsburgh.com. Hi, I'm Kyle, and my company is Blindster.com. I started Blindster in 2010 to provide custom blind shades and shutters at affordable prices. Our blinds are easy to install and shipping is free. Don't hire an expensive professional. Do it yourself and save big at Blindster.com. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into your retirement blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Partly cloudy and cold tonight will reach a nighttime low of 19. Mostly cloudy tomorrow, breezy and cold will reach a high of 33. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night, very cold. Temperatures approaching the record low of 17 last reached in 1980. It'll be breezy late with a low of 18. Brisk and quite cold Sunday with clouds giving way to sunshine. The coldest air all season will reach a high of 27. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's time now for This or That. It's our weekly celebration of picking things. <laughs> well, that's a real... It's a little bar. It's a great setup, isn't it? <laughs> it is a little bar. We just pick. You ch- choose this one or that one. Mm-hmm. I've got a list. Kath has a list. Yeah. It really doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. Um, you tend to do themes, of course, because yeah. Thanksgiving here. I'm sort of in that ballpark. I figured we would end up kind of in the same That's place. That's what I thought as well. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So let me go first, and okay. we'll see if we duplicate. I'm that. excited about this. All right. Here's my list for the week. Brussels sprouts. Yes. Sweet potatoes. I love them both. Mm. Mm-hmm. They are good. Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Yeah. I have to go with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. The Nina 
the Pinta, the Santa Maria. Yes. The Mayflower. The Mayflower. Oh. Pardon a turkey. Eat a turkey. Well, now I feel badly, but I want to eat the turkey. Mm-hmm. Turkey in the oven. Turkey on a grill. Uh, I, I'm, the oven is fine. The grills can be a little too much. It's adventuresome. The pilgrims. The Indians. Well, that's not fair. The whole the idea of Thanksgiving is it's both of them. Mm-hmm. But it's this or that. Well, okay, so the only people that knew what they were doing food-wise were the Indians. Yeah, so I'm saying that. Pretty much. Okay. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. The Purina National Dog Show. Oh, the dog show. Mm-hmm. I don't think the parade is that big of a deal. No, it's not. It's, not, it's, it's all a bunch sell. of inflatable. Host, mm-hmm. attend. I'm going to say host. Hey. I'm saying that optimistically because I'm hosting this year. Very good. Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Uh, Cyber Monday. Mm, much There's better. There's no way yeah, I'm doing that again. Right. I'm never again doing well, that. Black Friday, never. no. Never. I'm never doing that again. The kids' table. The adult table. I mean, the kids' table is a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but I never liked it when I was little. Well, you felt like the outsider. Exactly. I felt relegated. So I'm going to say adult table. The cooking. The cleanup. Uh, the cooking. Mm-hmm. Breaking the turkey wishbone. Having a second piece of pie. Having a second piece of pie oh, well. every time. Pumpkin pie. Pecan pie. Oh, pumpkin Pecan pie is nowhere, I think to be so honest too. with I'm you. Glad That's you say that. just too much of something. People love of it. Of everything. My wife loves it. Really? She loves it. No. Maybe I don't want all that thing. in there. That's a lot. I, that's too much. Mm-hmm. That's my list. John, I present you the Thanksgiving edition also. All right, thank you. Of this or that. I'd like to start with number one. Do we, depl- do we duplicate it? Oh, yeah. Well, we do. Oh, yeah, we did duplicate My apologies. Number one, all right. white meat or dark meat? Dark meat. Oh, 100%. I didn't know that about you. 100, every which way. I never knew that. What about you? White, always white. What? But I'm maybe I, I sense a part of me changing a little bit. Maybe mm. I'm I might I don't think be liking any comparison. that. Number two, right. cornucopia or Cool Whip? <laughs> well, I mean a cornucopia is nice to look at. Yeah. But I'm even though I disparage it, I'm going to eat the Cool Whip. Are you? Yes, I am. Thank you. Number three, mm. William Bradford, governor of the Plymouth Colony, or. Squanto, interpreter, guide, advisor. Yeah, Squanto's cool. Because he knew the... He, right. right. He was out there in the wilderness and taking care of everybody. Seemed like they were friends. I've been doing some reading over the last week about William Bradford mm. and Squanto. Kind I, of an interesting story. When you say Wilford Bradford, I, I think of Wilford Brimley. Okay, it's not the it's same, same guy. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Number four, yeah. green bean casserole mm. or roasted Brussels sprouts. Oh, 1,000% green bean John, good grief. Brussels sprouts. I love... It's a gag in your throat. Get but stuck a, in there. Do you already have gravy. What do you need the... No. All right. Number five. Go for a winter's walk to brighten the spirits on Thanksgiving Day or veg on the sofa while dinner's cooking and watch football. That's it. <laughs> Go for a winter's walk. Change the channel. I'm watching some football. Kidding me? Speaking of, number six. The Detroit Lions or oyster stuffing. Mm. Well, the Detroit Lions are a perennial loser. Yeah, they're I, terrible. Too. I'm doing the oyster stuffing. Yeah, I like it very I much. I don't blame you. Number seven, the Mayflower or the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, the Mayflower. Come on. The Cowboys. The same. America's team. Can you believe they're America? No. Who, who decided that they, they were America's Their team? Their marketing department did. Yeah, exactly. Because that's just you know? stupid. 
They haven't been in the playoffs since like 1986. America's no, team. not 1986. They beat us in the Super Bowl in 90. No, no, no. They still. America's team. Are you ready? Number eight. Whole berry cranberry sauce, John. Mm-hmm. Or that shaky jellied stuff with the can marks still in it. You know, I have great nostalgia for the shake, but I'm doing the whole. Okay. Yeah. You've got to go on natural. Number nine. Okay. Presidential turkey pardon or Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. Isn't that a classic? Yes, it is. Don't you love everything Anytime. about it? And apparently it wasn't on this year. It was like on... Well, oh, it's only on Apple. All Apple bought all of the uh, Charlie Browns. Oh, so good. So you can't see it on TV Great. anymore, so which those... I think is lame. Yeah. Number 10. Mm-hmm. And here's your last one for today. In New York City, outside at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, or curled up at your home on your sofa in your silly blue booties... No, well, I, I'd go to the parade. I've been to the parade, and I love the parade. You're my, giving up the booties for yep, the parade. Mm-hmm. And my sisters I'm... marched in the parade. We saw them on TV when we were little. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know you. 101.5 WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. We ought to be known as people who love others, care about the needs of people who are less fortunate than we are. And we don't just stand around and watch it and talk about it in our small group, but we get involved. Dr. David Jeremiah continues his series, A Life Beyond Amazing, next time on Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now, Christian author and evangelical leader, here to remind you that God's gifts should never be taken for granted. Take, for example, your retirement savings. You've worked hard for your money, and God has rewarded you for that. Now, with record inflation eating away at the value of the U.S. dollar, those rewards are literally being taken from you. But there is a way the faithful can fight back. By diversifying your retirement account into gold, your savings can be protected. And that's what God wants. Even better, a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group allows you to transfer your current retirement funds into gold without fees or penalties. To see how it works, text the word FAITH to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs. That's FAITH to 989898. Take action right now, and I pray that your family is blessed with continued prosperity. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. The turkey comes and the turkey goes. It all happens pretty quickly. What remains is one important person and their appreciation for the simple fact you sent a Thanksgiving e-card from CrossCards.com. It's free for you. 
It's easy, and it leaves the recipient thankful. Express the spirit of thanks in a way that really matters to someone who really matters to you. Free Thanksgiving e-cards from CrossCards.com. Things are exciting in the world of Twitter. Yeah, so we do this segment, our Twitter likes. But it looks as though Twitter, if you follow along from home, like it's in a meltdown or something. And I, I, I don't know how much to buy into this. I don't know how much to buy into but it either. clearly Elon Musk has put his thumb in his eye because people are like going crazy. Why would you come in and run an organization with that much of a hard edge to it? Maybe he's at, just... Right from the start. He spent $44 billion. Right. $44 billion on something. So why would you purposefully antagonize your workforce? That's my question. I think he's just shaking things up. Okay, you well, know, he's definitely shaking the things guy, up. He's he's kind of like a nutty genius, right? He's a train wreck, but he, he is brilliant. Well, no question about it. Right, so... But I wonder, but he can't run the organization by himself or with 10 of his good friends. No, it's crazy. He's going to need a lot of people to keep it going. Okay, so here's my first Twitter like for the week from Elon Musk himself. He says this, new Twitter policy is freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach. Negative hate tweets will be max de-boosted and demonetized, and so no ads or other revenue to Twitter. You won't find the tweet unless you specifically seek it out, which is no different from the rest of the Internet. Okay. So he's putting up some All parameters right, okay. here. So that's the rails. first guardrail that we've heard right. from him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I've said before on the show, it's so easy for all of us to complain about social media. But if we were in charge, it's hard to figure uh, out how to do it well. Right. And so it's easy to point out the mistakes of Facebook, Twitter. I hate Instagram because of this, you know, whatever it is. But finding where the guardrails are going to be yep. does get complicated. I mean, because social media, it's emotional, it's psychological, it's spiritual. It's, it's all vis- these things. And it's visual. Yep. So I, I don't know. I just enjoy it probably too much. The movie that you saw, Tar, which oh, yeah. is starring Kate Blanchett, mm-hmm. is out right now. There was a clip of it on Twitter that I watched that I found extremely compelling. But one of the lines from that clip yeah. was retweeted by Rob G. 9 mm. And he said, quote, the architect of your soul is social media. So that's one of her lines from the movie. Mm-hmm. And man, did that is a terrific line. Yeah. Is the architect of your soul social media? I think for a lot of people, of that's it is. turned into reality. Well, just us talking about it. I mean, how many... Has, has the architect of your soul become It was 9.30. I think I told you this. 9.30 this morning, I looked at my usage for the day. I was already two and a half hours into it. I woke up early at 6 o'clock, and there I am on it. Like crazy nut. That is gross. That's sick. No, I've done the same thing. All right. Jim Rose Circus. Yeah. He tweets this, and there's a photo accompanying it. Brazilian prisoner spent five years digging a tunnel that ended up in the guard room. Is that a true story? And there's a photo of the guy coming out of the tunnel. And it's in the guard room? Yeah. And there, there's a bunch of guys in uniform standing around laughing as a guy comes out of a hole in the wall. Do you like prison movies? Your mom did. She, my mom had a very specific genre. She liked women prisoner movies. <laughs> <laughs> Orange is the New Black. She could have been dedicated know, to Grace Maloney. No, that would have, that would have curled her hair a different way. Okay. Women prison movies. Yeah. I can't even think of a woman no, well, that's prison That's very movie. filmed wire-ish. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Do you yeah. like? Do you watch anything like that? Oh yeah. Do you? I mean, you know, the, what, what's the granddaddy of all prison movies is Shawshank. Shaw, well, Shawshank. Yeah. Also, um, the ball. Uh, oh, Paul Newman. Yeah. Uh, no, Steve McQueen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the Great what? Escape. Thank you, Thank you. Gary. Yep. I was going to lose my mind. The Great right. Escape, yep. and of course, Chicken Run. Oh, which yep. is based on the great <laughs> exactly, escape, which is really excellent. Okay, Zoe Red also tweeted, tweeted, tweeted a quote <laughs> from uh, the movie Tar: mm. "The narcissism of small differences leads to the most boring conformity. The oh. narcissism of small differences leads to the most boring conformity." What does that mean to you? Expand that, on that means that well, to me, what I get out of it is that. When I am self-focused, and there's a very thin sliver of things that are very important to me, yeah, and I can look down on other people who don't have that same sliver <laughs> of things that are so important to me, yeah, that I have become incredibly boring. Mm. <laughs> yeah. If that thin sliver is all you care about, mm-hmm. yeah. open your mind a little. And I say that to myself. Jane Clark tweets this: What if everyone leaves Twitter? Except the poets. There are a lot of great poets on Twitter. Yeah, there are. There really are. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be bad. No. I'd miss the funny people, though. Yeah. Uh, I want to highlight the Cincinnati Zoo because they post videos of their hippo tank. Yeah. And there's a baby hippo called Fritz, who I don't know how old he is, but he is the stinking funniest thing. And you can watch Fritz every oh, day oh, on the Cincinnati Zoo's what? Twitter feed. And look at him. He's super chunky oh. and silly looking. And he has like neck folds of fat. But he floats. But he floats around. Like a butterfly. Check out the Cincinnati That's Zoo. That's very beautiful, beautiful art. All right. Um, let me see. Uh, where am I? Oh, oh well, I, I like this, but I can, some, you know, Twitter for me has become very um, visual. So, uh, like the owls we saw l- yes, little earlier this owls. week. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, so you can't really show The that. mother and the two baby owls. Okay, here's one. On every road trip, there is one person who says, let's pack a cooler with sandwiches and eat lunch in the car on the way. And one who says, let's not even have coffee at home because <laughs> YOLO, and they end up married to each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, you know my that. husband is packing everything, and I am like, can we just in, have a good time of sheets? Yeah. That would be my wife, but over all yep. the years of marriage, she I knows know. now right. there's just no point. Exactly. And then she, so then we go out and you know, we'll snack up, and she buys into it. And that's all it is. It's fabulous. Uh, CNN's Twitter feed. Uh, this is Mitch McConnell. I'm sorry, it's not CNN. It's C-SPAN's uh, Twitter feed. And this is Mitch McConnell after the elections mm. last week. You want to hear what he said? Please. We underperformed among independents and moderates because their impression of many of the people in our party in leadership roles is that they are involved in chaos, <laughs> which is why I never predicted a red wave. Oh, that's Listen, that's the truth. Yeah, the red wave, right? All right. Chaos. Um, Alyssa Wilkinson says, he is brilliant and a hoot and one of my favorite filmmakers on the planet, and I'm glad we're able to talk. Uh, and then she goes into this whole thing where Don Rickles roasts Martin Scorsese, which made me think about Don Rickles. Oh, and his incredible roasting capability. Now, Don Rickles would not exist in today's world. Nope. Right? This is something that's uh, of another era. I wonder if we'll ever see that ever again. Where people would roast each other. Remember those? Remember yes. like the, the ubiquitous celebrity roasts? Right. 
I mean, those were when we were growing up in the kids as kids, seventies and eighties, sort of was the heyday. Yep, they that was no, a big deal. They took no prisoners. No, but it wasn't mean. Do you think mm, it was? There were they, you could have some, but it was mostly just pointed barbs. Okay, but so overall pointed barbs with yeah. a couple mean moments. Yeah, I think that. It would be overall mean Probably. now, and so it's not it's not appealing anymore. A cele- I wonder if there is ever anybody ever would go. Hey, let's do a roast. Oh, I bet. Do no. you do a roast? No, anymore? because everybody's way too sensitive now, mm-hmm. and we're too easily offended. That's that. another thing, right? All right. All right. Vicky Stevens said this. This is the last thing. I'm so sorry to hear this. I recently discovered that you lose weight by eating less and exercising more. Mm. The grief comes in waves, but they get further apart with time. <laughs> <laughs> it's our Twitter likes of the week. Something costs less, but people are happier with it. That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 888-SHARE-19. That's 888-SHARE-19. 888-SHARE-19. You've all helped build MyPillow and the incredible company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. It's John Hall. Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bed sheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The Giza bed sheets are marked down as low as $29.99. And believe me when I say you'll get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set is made with USA cotton, comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Typically retails at $89.98, now just $39.98 with promo code WORD. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets. Persecuted Christians in China, they're beaten, jailed, and threatened with death, and they need your help today. This is Bible League International, and just outside of Beijing, 12-year-old Ming became a believer after learning English as a second language through a program from Bible League because the Bible is the source of the reading assignments. Ming would lead her father, Daiku, a Confucianist to Christ, but her bitter atheist mother has turned them in for attending a house church near their home outside of Beijing. Now, we're not sure what's going to happen to these two, but they remain faithful in worship, and they're praying for Bibles because in their church of 200, there's only about three Bibles. Many are known to stay after the service to write down some scriptures just to have something to take into their week. And 50-year-old Katsu, beaten and jailed many times as a pastor, he led his atheist interrogator to Christ. Together, they've seen thousands come to Christ. They need Bibles in China. Join Word FM and Bible League in blessing 5,000 Bibleless persecuted believers at only $5 a month. Bible. A hundred dollars since twenty. Call eight hundred yes word. Eight hundred yes word. Eight hundred yes word or give at wordfm.com. 
Today is National Adoption Day. Mm-hmm. On this day, courts and communities in all of our 50 states come together to finalize thousands of adoptions of kids from foster care. Um, that's It's a an important day for me and for our family. Uh, my dad adopted my sister when he and my mom married in 1965. And then uh, my niece, Janelle, adopted her son, DeAndre, when he was two. Excellent. Well, maybe when maybe the adoption went, went through when he was four. Um, and so we've had D in our family for, I don't know, 12 years. And so there's, it's such, adoption is such a beautiful thing. It is not easy on anybody. As it should be. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, it is, it's hard. It's not something like you invite someone into your life and and say, I'll take care of you forever. It's not something you do on a whim. No, it's something you have to really consider. And having a, a support system behind you can make all the difference in the world. But God bless those oh men gosh, and women, those a, families who open their arms and their homes. Gorgeously sacrificial, beautiful thing. And I can't imagine what our family would be like without D. So I wonder how many kids today will officially be adopted waiting for this day. I don't date, know. Right? I bet I'll find out. I'll read it later and I'll talk about it on okay, Monday's good. show. I mean, it's. There's so many kids out there in foster homes who are just waiting, aren't there? Yeah. And there's, of course, you know, a myriad number of excuses or reasons why you can't, you shouldn't. And, of course, I understand it. We talked about it in our home multiple times. We never did it. But, boy, like you, Kath, I admire those who have yeah. done it. So God bless them all. Yeah, exactly. All right. Also, um, I saw a fascinating article in today's New York Times. Yeah. We did this or that a few minutes ago here on the program, sure. and I asked you about cranberry sauce because there's the crowd that likes the whole berry, mm-hmm. and there's the crowd that likes the weird jelly stuff. That weird jelly stuff has a lot of fans. A, a huge number of fans. But the, the, even the weirder thing about it is it probably makes its only appearance on Thanksgiving Day. The other 364 days of the year, no one gives a hoot about it. This year, it is 110 years old. It was invented in 1912 by Marcus Uron, a Massachusetts farmer. Uh, it is incredibly popular. Last year, Ocean Spray sold 75 million cans of it. Wow. Yeah. And 85% is this week. Mm-hmm. The sales yeah, are this right, week. Right, right. Yeah. Um, a lot of younger millennials are catching on to it. And apparently cran- the jelly cranberry sauce is weighted very high in millennial um, uh, surveys about so, what they're going to put on their Thanksgiving table. See, I would imagine that the millennials probably didn't have that like we had it as kids. Like maybe, it went out of fashion. Maybe that's why they're doing it. Maybe because it's back. And it might seem like a retro thing to them. But mm-hmm. anyway, it is a big deal. The price of the sauce, I'm sorry to tell you, is up 21% compared to last year. But no supply chain issues. There are cranberries everywhere. There have been there are Thank a lot. Goodness. of far- There uh 15 billion plump red cranberries will be um, available for this week in America. Wait, 15 billion? 15 billion. How about those commercials from a few years back where those two guys were standing oh, in yeah. waiter boots? Right, the Ocean Spray guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just that alone is fascinating to think about that. 1,100 farms in America. Of cranberry farms? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. They produce 8 million barrels, or as I said, 830 million pounds of cranberries. So it's a, a cranberry bush, right? It's a cranberry bush, and they don't grow in water 
like all the pictures that you right, see. Right. They actually that? don't, but they flood them right before they're ready to be picked because the ones that are mature, if they are mature, they'll float. And if they still need growth or their buds for next year, they won't. And so they have these machines that just go across in the water and and just skim the top. Those are the ripe ones. And then the other ones, they just leave on the bush for the next year. That's wild. Isn't it? So in looking at the – and this article has tremendous pictures in the the, uh, New York Times today. I mean, it's really fabulous looking at at the whole process and how it works. But – for the jellied stuff, they take the fresh cranberries, mm-hmm. okay, smash and them. they smash it and make it into like a paste. A gel. Like this. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they add to it. And this is the part that I tried to look up before the show to figure out exactly what they're talking about. But they use something called press cake, okay? So you have all the smashed up cranberries, mm-hmm. and then you have another thing called press cake, which is, this is what it says in the New York Times, quote, other reserved skins and seeds from Ocean Spray's other products, which contain the pectin that gives the sauce its gelatinous texture. What are their other products? I can't find out what that is. I looked it up. I looked. I, I could not. I could not find more details for you. Skin and seeds. Mm-hmm. Which Skins give and it- seeds from Ocean Spray's other products, which makes you think that it's not cranberries. Well, Ocean Spray, the company, was formed to sell and promote cranberries. cranberries. Well, they must be growing and, you know, promoting other things. So I wonder if you would buy like an off brand, you didn't buy like, you know, the what's it called? The, the cranberry sauce? Cranberry jiggly. Yeah. Yeah. Jelly the cranberry off sauce. off brand of that. I mean, Ocean I've Spray has the market on that. Mm-hmm. But There's a generic version. Uh, yeah. Right. Probably in every supermarket yes. chain has their own version of it. It's right? true. Of both the whole berry and the uh, jellied. Anyway, so those are mixed together. And that's how you get the jellied cranberry sauce that. We've all come to know and love. No comparison. No comparison. From like, you know, if you're making the real stuff. I know. If you just take a bag of cranberries and add sugar, orange juice, water, and a little bit of clove, you're good to go. Break it down, chop it up. It's super easy. Plus the You don't even have to chop it up. I like the texture of it. It's kind of grainy in a way. Sure. But you're talking about making the relish. Yes. Okay. I'm talking about cooking it on the stove. Okay. If you cook it on the stove, you don't have to even chop it up. Yeah. Yeah, It breaks down on its own. Still very good. Either way, it's delicious. Do you put that on your turkey? Yes. Oh, you do? Yes. And like you, a gravy? Yes. Do you do gravy and cranberry sauce? Yes. Do you? At the same time, Holy yes. Smokes. With corn. Corn? And mashed potatoes. What? You mix it all together, and then you take the bite. Like, you just take your plate and just swirl it all together. Well, or just... you can ju- you don't have to make a slop in front of you. You can use a fork and just mm-hmm. get a little bit of each thing. But I, I do believe that's, you know, God's will for us. So my people. dad would do that, and my mother would go, Dawn, and he'd go, it's all going to the same place. Right. He's like Plus, ahead. the beauty of it is that it all tastes together. It does okay? Let me ask you this: mm. day after cran or day after Thanksgiving, yeah, it's the it's the turkey sandwich time. Hot which- turkey sandwich. Oh, oh no no hot turkey. You don't do hot turkey. No, I do cold turkey sandwich. No no, no. piece of bread, and it can be you know a cheap a piece of a piece of cheap white bread, white bread, and then turkey on top of it, then mashed potatoes, then you heat up your gravy, pour that on top of it. Then you use your oh, knife good. and your fork, no, that's good. and boom, you're no, good to go. Good. No, that's mm-hmm. a good. That's a very nice option you've mm-hmm. presented. Let me present something else to you. All right, thank you. It's uh, a nice white, maybe a French bread. It's cold turkey sliced on top yeah. with crisp lettuce, cranberry sauce, and mayonnaise. Hey, 100%. I'm on that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what about... 
like a turkey, like we're talking about, you know, in the oven, as opposed to deli turkey. Un- unacceptable. It loses it, doesn't the it? The deli turkey is nowhere. No, I don't mind a deli turkey, but there's a distinct difference between the two. I wonder what's happened to the turkey to cause it to get to the state that we find it in, in the deli. In the deli. It's become processed in some way. Every way. But, you know, I'll go to Eaton Park and get like a turkey club sandwich with bacon. That's very good. It's excellent. A turkey club. Man. That's a very, very nice. good thing. I'm hungry for some turkey. That's a nice option. Nice. Glad we're talking about this. WORDFM, Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Play the word, Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The United States is denouncing North Korea's latest launch of an intercontinental ballistic missile. The latest test raises new concerns about the communist North's ability to hit the U.S. mainland. The Japanese defense minister says that the latest long-range missile that North Korea has test-launched could potentially reach the entire continental United States. Japan's defense minister told reporters that the suspected intercontinental ballistic missile flew 620 miles at a maximum altitude of about 3,600 miles. He says the altitude suggests that the missile was likely launched on a high angle. He says depending on the weight of a warhead to be placed on the missile, that the weapon has a range exceeding 9,320 miles, in which case it could cover the entire mainland United States. I'm Lisa Dwyer. This is SRN News. Hi, I'm diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds. Everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance to buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you all you need to do is call big lou at 800-333-1750 lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor call 800-333-1750 big lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford remember big lou's like you He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. The word is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to Pure Talk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data, you can get that and still save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code half off, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code half off. Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. You're not who you were 25 years ago. Your life's more complex. People change, families change, and the law changes. 
This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. And a proper estate plan should keep up with those changes. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer, someone who's really good at making complex concepts sound so simple, so you can protect what's yours and to ensure that your will is done. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Your love isn't confined to an Advent calendar. It doesn't stop when the Christmas lights come down. When you donate to the Salvation Army's Red Kennel campaign, your love lasts all year long. It puts a present under someone's tree today and a roof over someone's head tomorrow. It brightens Christmas mornings and the hardest nights for hardworking families. Together, we love beyond Christmas. Support local families with a donation today at SalvationArmyWPA.org slash lovebeyond. Partly cloudy and cold tonight will reach a nighttime low of 19. Mostly cloudy tomorrow, breezy and cold will reach a high of 33. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night, very cold. Temperatures approaching the record low of 17 last reached in 1980. It'll be breezy late with a low of 18. Brisk and quite cold Sunday with clouds giving way to sunshine. The coldest air all season will reach a high of 27. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along for the Friday edition. How's it look out there? Is it, uh, is it dark yet? Yes. Mm-hmm. Night is falling. Mm-hmm. Night is falling. And cold as well. What would the, I just heard we're going to set a record, perhaps, in cold. It, we got out of the car after taking a trip to the Spring House this afternoon to say yeah. hi to Marsha and everybody. And I thought... I mean, it took my breath away. It was so cold here in Green Tree. Was shocked, seriously. And the wind level, it was outrageous. It's it's, it's here. We got into winter fast. We sure did. I mean, not that long wow. ago, we were like seventy degrees, I know. right? Or even 70. sixty degrees. We didn't have a couple weeks of fifty, Mm-mm. did we? Such is life. Okay. All right. So we've been talking about uh, Thanksgiving in preparation because we do believe. Now this is unofficial, but it looks as though a lot of people are taking an early Thanksgiving, extended Thanksgiving holiday. Based on the traffic when I came into work today, which was non-existent, mm-hmm. it made me think that nobody was working. Maybe those who um, are sort of doing the hybrid work from home, work for the office are This going is a day early. to work from home? Yeah, probably so. Sure. Okay. Right. All right. Um, Thanksgiving Day. Um, you know, since the early settlers, a lot of people sort of chimed in on the importance, which is great, a day of thanks, a day of gratitude, right? But there are certain people in this country who are credited with really sort of being the engine behind the proclamation of the last Thursday of the month of November as the national holiday, which, of course, as it is right now. Now, I did not know this, but there was a woman, and um, her name, uh, Mary Hale, and... Um, she lobbied uh, Secretary of State William Seward. You know that name, mm-hmm. do you? I did. Seward's Folly, right? Mm-hmm. We bought Alaska, which is not a folly. And she lobbied Abraham Lincoln over many, many years because in her own personal home life, she would set aside a day of the year to give a day of thanks and, and proclamation, a, a day of thanks and praise, I should say, about Thanksgiving. So she thought, well, if it's good for me, then it should be good for the country. So she started this letter writing campaign. I should say this, that this woman, uh, Mary Hale, she was most famous for writing the nursery rhyme, 
Mary had a little lamb. Come on. Yeah. Can you, do you remember that? You know the Mary had a little lamb. His mm-hmm. fleece, her fleece was white as snow, and everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. Exactly. He followed her to school one day. School mm-hmm. one day, school one day, which was against the rules. Yep. He made the children laugh and play. Mm-hmm. I can do all the verses if you want. That's me. Her, no, that's fine. I, it, you got to start it. So in 1830, Mary Hale helped found something called the American Ladies Magazine. 1830. Wow, that's like prior. Is that the beginning of like the Ladies Home Journal? I, can you imagine how many magazines were there in the United States in 1830? So um, American Ladies Magazine, which she uses a platform to promote women's issues, in 1837, she was offered the editorial ship of something called Gotti's Lady Book, where she would remain as the editor for more than 40 years. It was a magazine as well, shepherding the magazine to a circulation of more than 150,000 people at the eve of the Civil War. Now, there were a heck of a lot less people in America, nowhere near 325 or 350 billion people. It was a small country. So she had a a sizable circulation for Gotti's, um, what did I say, Gotti's Lady Book. So... She was an advocate for women's education, including the uh, creation of Vassar College, which was one of the first women's colleges in the country. She raised funds to construct Massachusetts' Bunker Hill Monument and to save George Washington's Mount Vernon estate. All these things. While she was writing Mary Had a Little Lamb? Mm Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Yep. Okay. She also published a novel called A Tale of New England that included an entire chapter about the fall tradition, which, as I said, already popular in different parts of the country so which is thanksgiving yes in 1854 30 states had a loose commitment to thanksgiving as as a holiday loose sometimes they celebrated sometimes they didn't but she as i said she reached out to abraham lincoln and started a deep letter writing campaign she visited the white house multiple times and in early september of um, 1861, she pushed even harder. In 1861, 1862, the Confederate president issued a Thanksgiving Day proclamation. And finally, in 1862, following victories um, for the Union Army and the Battle of Gettysburg, Abraham Lincoln said, maybe we should really start to think about this in a more serious way. So, Mary Hale, there she is on the front page. She starts to make a hard push. In September of 1862, Seward starts to make this proclamation. He starts to write it down. He's a presidential speechwriter in some ways. It goes to Abraham Lincoln's desk. He signs it. 1862 in November was the first official holiday. Now, the weird thing was it became an official holiday in 1862, but then when FDR was president in 1940, Wow, which is way later. FDR says, you know what? We should change it. Let's change it to the first Thursday. So it's an arbitrary thing. He thought it was good for the farmers would be off the crops at that point. Now would be a time. So for a couple of years, they moved Thanksgiving to the first week of November. Is that right? Yeah. But people didn't like it. They didn't like it because tradition had been set for how many decades? Right, right. So then after FDR passed, it went back to the where it is right now, the date it is now. Mary Hale. How about that? Mary had That's a little really, lamb. Okay, first of all, I really appreciate 
anyone who's able to be that consistent in advocacy yeah. for anything. Something's obviously deeply important yeah. to her. Yeah, so I really, I, I think that's really wonderful. Second of all, why did Mary Have a Little Lamb become a song that we all know? Well, it's an easy, so look. It uh, couldn't be easier. Right, that, that's why it is, right? You heard it once and you probably remembered, you know, a big chunk of it. Mary had a little. This is very weird. Saw how something like that sticks. Anyway, you were reading that from history.com. History.com, yeah. Yeah. Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everywhere the Mary went. Lamb was pretty. Did Mary have that lamb? Do you know if that was a personal story? And I don't know anything about that. I guess I should have read a little deeper into that. John. Sorry. It's all right. All right. Interesting. All right. Thanksgiving coming up. Hope you're pre, pre, uh, preparing your menus and choosing your sides. On uh, Monday show, we're going to talk about side dishes so that you have a couple days to get ready. We're looking for your input on that show. Side dishes. So we hope for that. Anyway, coming up next, we're going to talk about gratitude and Thanksgiving with our favorite poet, Misha Willett. It's next, Friday edition, right home. 101.5 WORD. This week on Through the Bible, we enter the magnificent book of Romans, and Dr. J. Vernon McGee guides us through some of the most essential beliefs of our faith, including the Trinity, the virgin birth, and the deity and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that's only the first four verses. It truly is a life-changing study. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. My guess is that everyone is planning last minute for their Thanksgiving treats. Mm. What a fabulous day it is. And if you're still thinking about what can I do extra special, I got to tell you, Springhouse is the place to go. Marsha's here with a Springhouse. Hey, Marsha, how you doing? Hi, great. How are you guys doing? We can't complain. Marsha, we had so much fun. We went to the Springhouse this morning to see you guys. We mm-hmm. had such a great time with Jill, your sister, with your boys, yep. with everybody out there. Excellent job. I mean, things are like humming along. There's a there's a low level of anxious excitement mm-hmm. at this point, pre-Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we left with turkeys and chocolate milk. Oh, good. Great. Um, we are planning on being popping full from tomorrow on. So anybody that wants to come pick up some goodies, we will have apple crumb pies and coconut cream pies and pumpkin rolls and nut rolls and apricot rolls. Mm. We may even have a few turkeys that didn't get ordered, and we're going to flip them into our meat case, and they'll probably go pretty fast. And we have our hickory smoked ham. And then next week, Tuesday and Wednesday, we'll actually have turkey and stuffing on the menu, smoked ham on the menu, carving ham on the menu, all kinds of our casseroles that everybody loves. So if anybody just wants to get a little for two or three or their mom and dad or whatever, they can stop by and do that. And we'll have a case full of our casseroles and our stuffing and our homemade gravy. And people can just stop by and pick that up. And we are getting ready for an exciting week. And we're so very thankful for all the people that have ordered and that are coming in. And we're just thankful to be a part of the community and be a part of people's big celebrations and little celebrations, everything. Wonderful. Let me also say on the way out, Marsha, that we got some chocolate milk and our first taste of coffee milk. And mm-hmm. you know what John and I did, what any self-respecting person would do, we combined what? them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? Yeah. Coffee chocolate. <laughs> And it's the oh, t- it's the total bomb in every way. <laughs> Fabulous. For more information oh. on how to make your Thanksgiving as special as only the Springhouse can, go to springhousemarket.com. Thanks, Thanks Marsh. Marsh.
Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-345-2789. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-345-2789. 800-345-2789. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back and bigger than ever. For five years, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle has made it possible for you to win next year's mortgage or rent. This year, we've raised the grand prize to $18,000. To pay for next year's mortgage or rent. Increase your opportunity to win when you enter up to once per day and complete optional bonus tasks. Trinity Jewelers presents the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter today at wordfm.com. There are very, very few days in the sweep of the national consciousness where people come together unified, especially, I think everybody agrees with this, when you think about a day of thanks and gratitude, right? It's just one very specific time of year, I think, where people's hearts soften a little Mm -hmm. bit. I think that's the beauty of Thanksgiving for us all. And so because of that, I would say the poets on that day, those whose mind and heart and intentions are somehow a little different than the average Joe, right? I think the poets would rule the day on Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. Day. You think about that? I think that they should. I think probably gluttony rules more often than that. <laughs> I do want to believe that those of us, you know, who have uh, hearts and minds would take a moment and stop and realize why we're doing it. All right. From a poetic perspective, Misha Willett, I would say he is the uh, ride home poet. Misha is the author of the Elegy Beta and Phases. His poems, essays, translations uh, have been... Uh, been seen around the country in different uh, periodicals and magazines. Misha teaches English at Seattle Pacific University. Of course, he's on the web as well. Misha, welcome back. Hello, friends from a golden autumn here in Seattle. Oh, golden. Well, hello to you from an absolutely frigid northeast, but at least not Buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You guys are making me hungry talking about all that food here. Okay, so let's just go right into it. Before we talk about poetry, (laughs) what's your feeling on cranberry sauce? Oh, very much pro cranberry sauce. Uh, having recently learned to to make it myself, I didn't realize how easy it was, and I felt a little silly that I spent the first twenty five yeah. years of my life getting it from a can. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh-huh. that's exactly that is such the truth. Is there any part of you that's longing for the good old days of the jellied stuff that like kind of thunks out of the can? <laughs> no, I'm I'm happily left um, mm. those childhood memories behind. <laughs> yeah, us too. Now, John John looks back on it fondly. I do. I kind of have a nostalgia for the canned stuff, but I don't have as much nostalgia that I want to eat it. Do you know, I have that feeling sometimes, and I try to indulge those nostalgias just to see what it would be like. Like, 
I don't, you know, eat um, Chef Boyardee or something anymore, you know. <laughs> right. But every once in a while, I'll come across him like that and think, is this as good? Or I had a, I had a Twinkie the other day. Oh, oh. how was that? And it, it had been maybe, you know, 17 years or something like that I had one. And it was surprisingly bad. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I, we've made I, that I in remember. our minds into something else. Yeah, that's right. When you're a kid, it's just, oh, my goodness. It's amazing. Just the thought of it. And then you find out there's actually really not much to it. <laughs> right. I had a friend who uh, lived like uh, high, high up in an apartment in New York City. He put a Twinkie on his window ledge outside the building and let it sit there over the seasons. Mm-hmm. And by seasons, <laughs> you know, a good full year, it still retained most of its consistency it after a year outside. Texture. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's miraculous. <laughs> that should tell you something about a Twinkie. Sure. <laughs> All right, Misha, let's talk about Miraculous. Um, I've been, you know, reading about some poets lately, not reading their poetry, but reading about poets. Mm -hmm. I've been reading about uh, Sylvia Plath. um, Oh, (laughs) that's that's, not a good story. That's a big story. There's just a lot going on there. Um, But I guess I want to ask you a question based on kind of what I've been reading and thinking about, but what John said when we came into the segment, which is, is there something different about you guys, about you poets, and and how you, first of all, look at life, but second of all, look at something like Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, I think that it's probably right that there is. The, the idea that someone might believe that other people would profit from just hearing their observations suggests that those observations are, if not sort of beneficial, at least strange in some way, or that they're unusual or unique, um, and that hopefully they might be a gift to other people. Mm-hmm. So on those days, on that rare day, uh, do you wake up Thanksgiving morning and think, oh, the muse is with me. I need to write something about Thanksgiving. You know, it, honestly, I feel like m- there are more poets on Thanksgiving than on any other day. Uh-huh. And I don't mean people that necessarily write things down, but because of what you said, there's a there's a sense of like sort of squeezing some internal muscle that you don't know where it is and trying to feel gratitude, mm. trying to observe things that you wouldn't normally observe, right? Right. Um, and even we're, we're sort of tasked with putting into language when, you know, certain families go around the table and ask something that they're thankful for. Even families that don't normally pray, they pray on that day. Right. You know, or in some, they, they pray in their way. Right. So maybe it's it's a, a, an aspirational day then, right? I mean, if I'm trying to squeeze the look at the new day with poetry or prayer, it says something that I want to see the world in a different way than I would normally see it. That's exactly right. And I think that's what reading and paying attention to poetry, as as you and Kathy do, does for you. It teaches you. It sort of catechizes you into looking at the world in a certain way. Very nice. Yeah. Misha Willett is with us. You can find more information about Misha and a lot of his work at MishaWillett.com. Misha, for people listening to the show who've never heard you before, they're thinking, what? It, like, I don't want to listen to somebody talk about poetry. Wait, there's a like, poet that on the radio. Super, that sounds super <laughs> weird. What do you tell people who are afraid of poetry? Oh man! Um, well, I, that it's that you don't have to just dissect the poem. That's the first thing. Yeah. Most people look at poetry and they look at it like a math problem, because that's how it's often taught in schools and that. But that the first um, task of a poetry is is wonder, is to create wonder. Um, and if we just start there at this base level, it, it can be the tiniest um, sort of fireworks. But as soon as you start to see those, you want more. And you've experienced this, Kathy from having been a sort of poetry atheist for a while yes. yourself. <laughs> I was. Not even agnostic. I had determined mm. it had no purpose. Mm. 
and then having seen the light, right? It pries open a little bit and then a little bit more, and then you think, oh, my gosh, there's a whole world here. Yes. Okay, so, Misha, um, we've been talking about poetry. Do you you have a poem of gratitude or thanksgiving for us? Uh, Sure. I have a little one here that I ran across from Gregory Orr, um, who is a a poet who has been through rather a lot in his personal life, Hmm. and he writes about that in prose, but... He has this very sort of gentle um, evocation of gratitude just for, for poetry itself that I thought I'd share today. Thank you. How lucky we are that you can't sell a poem, that it has no value. Might as well give it away. That poem you love that saved your life, wasn't it given to you? <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. That's <laughs> that, that tiny, that tiny thing, but it's so perfect. Like, of course, that's how poems travel. It's a gift when someone makes it, and then someone publishes it for you, and you get to have it, and you get to share with someone else, and it's free at almost every stage in that transaction. Yeah. Uh, so that that short, those short phrases, to me, that's kind of like the best of poetry because it, it opens up new possibilities. It shows you maybe sort of something internal about your own life, and it allows you to sort of wander a little bit in recognition, but also surprise. Oh, that's well said. Yeah, that that's the essence of why the line is all squiggly on the right-hand side for people that don't read a lot of poetry, right, is that it gives you time, exactly as you said, for those surprises and for your mind to wander just long enough before being pulled back by the next line. I remember... Um... I think it was Karen Swallow Pryor who told me to read The Lanyard by Billy Collins uh, early, mm-hmm. early in my in my acceptance, Misha, of uh, poetry. <laughs> and when my mom died, I thought that poem came back to me multiple times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for people who aren't familiar with the poem, I just suggest look it up. Um, but it really kind of gave. I don't know, it gave words to something that I wasn't able to isolate or wasn't able to speak myself or even kind of, because I was so sad at the time, even kind of remember or admit to, do you know what I mean? Like there was something, there was something that I needed from that. Oh, for sure. If if I can say without being um, sacrilegious here, you might even say it was almost like there was a darkness hovering on the face of the deep and then it was given form. Oh, that is good. Well, that's uh, wow. So, a different bit of poetry you just quoted there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Oftentimes, Misha, when I when you talk to people about, like, okay, we're having a conversation with a poet, and people form, I would say, maybe a little less lately, but generally, a negative connotation of what a poet is. And I, when I think about that, I was talking to a friend about poetry, and he said, "Oh, you mean." You mean like the guy in Animal House, the movie? <laughs> and, wow! And if you know the scene, there's you know there's this there's this party going on, and of course you know there's Belushi and and it's just mayhem. But sitting on the steps is a guy gently playing his guitar, and and sort of huddled around him on the steps are like several women, and they're all like cooing at the, uh, you know, and Belushi walks by. Three chords and a social message. Pretty much. And, you know, there's just like, uh, and Belushi walks by in his toga. He takes the guitar from the guy and and, and, in an animalistic way, smashes the poor guitar to bits, hands the sort of the, the, the... 
furrowed pieces of the guitar back to the guy. And, and as only Belushi does, he sort of his eyebrows go up and he walks away. <laughs> I mean, it's total destruction. And I think most people kind of think that way about poets. Yeah, there's a sense of uh, someone just sort of pontificating and thinking great thoughts and <laughs> imagining that their feelings are more important than other people's and that sort of stuff. Right, right, yeah. I, mean, I hope that at its best, it's it's an opportunity to serve. To, and exactly what Kathy you were just saying, right. that you're trying to help put a name to things that people don't have names for yet and will really appreciate having once they do. Misha Willett is with us, author of The Elegy Beta and Phases. You can find more about him at Misha Willett. That's M-I-S-C-H-A Willett, W-I-L-L-E-T-T. Misha, give us one more before you leave us. Uh, here's one. I was, I was being grateful for my church recently, mm. um, and I was reading in the book of Ephesians, and I could just tell how grateful Paul was for the church that, that Christ had founded through him. Mm. Um, and so this one I just published, I think, the day before yesterday. Now, there's a website called Poems for Ephesians. Mm. And it's a whole group of poets that are thinking about the book of Ephesians together. Oh. Um, so this is called Ambassador. I'm writing to you, dear brothers, from the foundation of the blamelessness. I am writing, he who first began, dear ones, the blameless to become, were later, that is to say, after the adoption, us, of all people, poised cliffside, those who he saw and said through whom, earnest after inheritance, he, that is, the acceptance who put together the foundation I was referencing earlier, actually is the greeting I send, dear Ephesus. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. He is the greeting you send. Yeah. Well, I love that. Very nice. I really love that. Very beautiful. It brings the whole book to life in many ways. Talk about this, Misha. Um, so wait, so in the introduction to the poem, you sort of say there's sort of like a subset of people who center in on a particular topic and then all contribute mm-hmm. within that. Yeah, that's one of the fun, it's you know, cool. poets are always making games for themselves, um, whether they're sonnet forms that started out as a social game or, or villanelles or little tricks where you flip the nouns around. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, someone had the idea, my friend Don Martin up in Canada, um, just had the idea, hey, let's just put out a call and everyone make up poems based on a certain passage of Ephesians. Um, and so he put together this website at McMaster Divinity College. They host it. And there's, you know, 30, 40 poets on here That's cool. that have all um, contributed to it. So it's like we're having a conversation, even if it's sort of across each other, that's centered around um, the New Testament. What's the website, Misha? Uh, poems for Ephesians. Very good. Very interesting. Misha, happy Thanksgiving to you. Yeah, Misha, always a pleasure. And to you. Grateful for you both. Thank you. Misha Willett. Check him out online. Uh, As you can hear, very thoughtful, uh, always surprising, MishaWillett.com. It's the poet in all of us, and it's very accessible. Misha's just proven that. Nothing in this world beats real life experience. Now, of course, a lot of us have sent our kids to college. There's a lot of classroom work and theory and whatnot. But then hopefully there's a day where the rubber hits the road Mm -hmm. and your kid goes out and spreads wings and becomes part of the real life environment of what it is to earn a living. And prior to that, 
the internship is what gets you ready, right? That's the time when you're like kind of in the work world, but not fully in the work world, right? And you're kind of trying to test your wings and ask the questions and get some guidance and maybe perform well enough that you could get somebody's attention later on and maybe get a job. Right. Now at Grove City College, the opportunity for internships exists mm-hmm. and people cement themselves inside of a, a corporation. And once you graduate, then, I mean, the possibilities are endless. On campus, people come to Grove City and go, we know the nature, the quality mm-hmm. of these students. This is an A+. plus. We're invested in these students because we see what you produce. Count us in as corporate partners. So if that sounds interesting to you or something that might be appealing and a great thing for your child to strive for, consider Grove City College. Look them up online, gcc.edu. That's Grove City College. You've spent your entire working life paying into it, so don't you want to get the most out of Social Security, squeezing it for all it's worth? Hi, this is Ethan Lane with Accurate Solutions Group. Our team can help show you ways to do that with our free Social Security report. It's a great first step to learn how your benefits can play a role in your overall retirement income plan, especially because the Social Security Administration can't give you advice. It's different for everyone, and there are a lot of factors that go into knowing exactly how to maximize your benefits, but based on the decision you make, you could end up with tens of thousands of extra dollars in retirement simply by being informed. Get this free Social Social Security report from Accurate Solutions Group by texting the word security to 412-515-3555. That's security to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. We depend on our drinking water supply daily, but where does that water come from? Your water provider encourages you to get to know your local water source so together we can protect and preserve it. The investments we make as a community to protect our water source now ensure we have a sustainable drinking water supply for the future. Visit drinktap.org to learn more. This message is brought to you by the American Water Works Association and your local water provider. Partly cloudy and cold tonight will reach a nighttime low of 19. Mostly cloudy tomorrow, breezy and cold will reach a high of 33. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night, very cold. Temperatures approaching the record low of 17 last reached in 1980. It'll be breezy late with a low of 18. Risk and quite cold Sunday with clouds giving way to sunshine. The coldest air all season will reach a high of 27. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. We've talked uh, on the show off and on about the James Webb Telescope, which is this um, telescope that was conceived decades and decades ago. It's a, a used as essentially, for lack of a better for lack of a better way of looking at things, the, the Hubble Space Telescope has been uh, rotating around Earth for a, a couple of decades, and now the James Webb Telescope uh, is out beyond the sun. I mean. It's, millions of miles, millions and millions of miles away. 
So the James Webb Telescope uh, was sent up um, earlier this year, and it was configured. They you know, fine-tuned it. And now the, the people who are behind the James, well, it's, uh, James, James Webb Telescope are just starting to present images of what they're seeing. And, and this is super cool. So, of course, astronomy is an inexact science in what we would consider to be an exact world. But, of course, the Big Bang, guesstimated roughly somewhere around 13.8 billion years ago. Now, what's cool about the Big Bang is that from nothing came something. And, of course, if you're a believer, you believe, I believe, that the Big Bang, that's God. Right. God in creation. So 13.8 billion years ago, the James Webb Telescope, the people behind it, this week they produced two images that show two galaxies that date somewhere around 350 million years ago. Now, of course, 350 million years ago is a heck of a long time ago, Mm -hmm. but 13.8 billion years ago. is a lot longer ago. But they're saying these images of these two galaxies that date back 350 million years ago could be some of the earliest, but not the earliest. And they have images of these two galaxies from 350 million years ago. And the makeup is different than what they expected because they would assume that after 350 million years, these galaxies, because of the explosion of 13.8 billion and looking back 350 million years, that these galaxies would have cooled off so. That's not the case. The images show these things as super high white and red light, super bright. And so they're saying, how can that even be that something that exploded so long ago still contains all this heat and all this light, all this gas, Mm. which is not real form. It's mostly gas, even though they're massive universes. So they're saying, we're looking back. We can probably go back even further. But these early 350 million years ago are the very first underpinnings of what might be the beginning of creation itself. How can that even be? And that's not very that's not very much time compared to the age of the universe. No. What they suspect the age of the universe is. Right. So there's this gap between thirteen point eight billion before. to three hundred and fifty million and the explosion outward of the Big Bang and all that matter. Which makes you think that there's so much more to discover right. as it goes further. Yeah. Wow, are the images remarkable? They yeah. are remarkable, and you know, and of course, I hate we're to say, of course, they're here. remarkable. Yeah, they, that's a stupid question, right. but you know what I mean. I would encourage you, everyone, because it's radio. You really can't see it. What what they're showing is this cacophony, this cavalcade of light and substance. Of course, there's no planets there. It's mostly gas, just an explosion from that. But just the beginning to look back. And, of course, this was released yesterday, only yesterday. So they're still sifting through what exactly this means. I tell you this because it's astounding, and we'll hear more as the days and weeks and months go on. The Ride Home is streaming live on YouTube at the Word Pittsburgh. You can watch the show. You can also listen to the show on your airwaves or online as you would like. And coming up next, we're going to hit what we usually do every week at this time. It's the Week in Review. Look back with us. We'll be right back on the ride home. 
101.5 WORD. In the battle for America's Christian values, Charlie Kirk and TPUSA Faith have stood strong, helping equip, engage, and empower generations of Americans to defend their faith. We're in a fight to save our country. Now they need your support, covering the cost of resources. And thanks to a generous 75K match, your best gift will be double. Help defend faith and freedom now with a tax-deductible donation. Give today and help Christians stand strong in their faith. Make your gift online at wordfm.com slash faith. Do you know how much you're really paying for life insurance through work? I can almost guarantee you're overpaying for limited coverage. I'm Joel Clark, a select quote agent for over 20 years. My clients are shocked to learn how expensive life insurance at work really is because of a rate that's driven up by unhealthy people. Why pay more when you don't have to? For over 35 years, SelectQuote has helped people save 50% or more by shopping highly rated insurance carriers. I found a 40-year-old man with high blood pressure, a $500,000 policy for only $18 a month. Don't procrastinate. Workplace Open Enrollment will be here soon. Let SelectQuote save you money and get you the coverage you need to protect your family. For your free quote in just minutes, call 1-800-865-2266. That's 1-800-865-2266. 1-800-865-2266. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Full details on example policy and carrier ratings at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Price could vary by health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold, the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Bachman's Roofing and Solar is your local award-winning roofer. Stop waiting. It's time to inspect your roof and protect your home's number one asset. With no interest and no payment financing for 12 months, Bachman's Roofing is your easy choice for roofing, gutters, and solar. Did you know Bachman's Roofing is one of the number one GAF solar integrated roofing installers in the USA? Go with Bachman's. Go with solar and install the roof that pays for itself. Call 412-744-8390 or visit bachmansroofing.com. You could sail the Mediterranean with Bible teacher Alistair Begg, August of 2023, stopping at several locations the Apostle Paul visited on his missionary journeys. Together we'll have the opportunity to visit ancient churches, museums, fortresses, and stroll some of the most beautiful avenues in the world. For details, log on to deeperfaithcruise.com or call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Busy week. I would say most people were talking about two things, uh, midterm election fallout mm-hmm. and Trump declares 2024. Yep, I think you're right about that. Mm. I would also say people are talking about, in this part of the country, how cold it got as fast <laughs> as it came. <laughs> Politics and weather. Yeah. Yep. What was a conversation that made you think? Yesterday at 510, we talked to Doug Bursch about misplaced anger. Man, I think I think he hit was spot on with this. This is kind of like the malady of our time, that that we we get angry at something that's that may be annoying, but it's really about something else. And I think oh it, yes, yeah. So our anger 
whoever we take it out on isn't really the person who we're mad at or isn't that isn't even the reason why we're mad. No. There's like this gigantic ball of stuff out there that are, you know, all of our misgivings, all of our slights, all of our fears, all of our resentments, all those things. And something happens and we pull a thread from that gigantic ball and it explodes. But the ball is so big and beyond us. It encompasses so much of our life. It's all misplaced. That was a very insightful conversation. I think he's a very interesting guy. Yeah, 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 I agree with that. What about you? Um, yeah, I, I, I was kind of caught between a couple. I, I ended up going with uh, Tim and Kathy Keller, who were our guests Monday at 510. Yeah. And this is, you know, we talk to Tim and Kathy every month, and we feel really lucky to do that because of uh, they're, you know, such high-profile high people. But uh, Tim Keller, you know, having sold hundreds of millions of books all over the world and as high profile of, of a person as he is to hear him talk about something as personal as forgiveness you know he spent he's written books on you know like the prodigal god i don't know how many it's probably sold 10 million copies um that is a wonderful book about the the connection between god and man this forgiveness thing is is such an interpersonal connection between man and man mm -hmm. between woman and woman between human and human and that was very interesting to me to hear him talk about that about that moment of forgiveness between people and what either that can push forward or not um and then of course to hear him to talk about that when he's in the middle of of you know such a widely publicized personal battle with cancer that people, you know, have obviously weighed in on in all sorts of ways online over right. the last two years. I don't know. It was it was it was an interesting conversation to me. And the book is is it so really worthwhile and challenging. Tim Keller, forgiveness. Forgiven. Yeah, why forgive? Yeah. Why should I? How can I? Mm -hmm. What are you reading? All right, I'm caught in this really dirty loop of I have not engaged in any true long form, what I would call recreational joy reading for a considerable amount of time. Yeah. And I'm the worst because of it. So I'm just, you know, like you, Kath, and like a lot of people, I'm feeding on the news cycle. Mm -hmm. That's bad. That's just toxic to me. And I feel, I feel you, the effects of you, it. You, do, do you? Mm -hmm. What yeah. are the effects in you? Uh, anger, despair. Um, sure. Uh, all that stuff. I, I, my... I, I'd be kind of curious to have like, you know, a um, a blood pressure cuff on me as the day goes on, because the longer I read and feed on news, the worse off physically, spiritually, emotionally I feel. So you feel kind of sick over it? I do. I'm kind of sick. Okay. And the panacea for this, and of course I know this, is just something, a good story that's going to yes. take my mind elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, let your mind dwell, Paul says, on things that are lovely. <laughs> yeah. Right? I've not done that. Yeah. And no, I know I, better. I, I get that. Mm -hmm. I totally get that. What about you? Um, I just finished Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. Oh. I talked about it on the show one day this week. Man, what a worthwhile. Yeah, you sold me. Or, seriously, in so many ways, it has changed my outlook on communicating with people. It is that good. And the audiobook version, just hearing the voices and the news clips and audio interviews that he's included in it, it's, I got to say, it's just got to be way better than reading it. It's just being able to hear all of that. It's just really great. So I highly recommend it. What did you eat? 
you were talking about this earlier. You went out with a friend of yours for lunch the other day, and I said, what'd you have? And you said, oh, blah, blah, blah. And we also had a couple of meatballs. And I was like, like a, a light bulb went off. And I was like, meatballs? I haven't had a meatball in a long time. And I said, so, you know, as a shortcut, I went to the grocery store, and you can buy pre-made, you know, they're in the meat section. Yeah. It, you know, they're just meatballs. But they're like, in a, you know, like a little egg tray. And I went home. I doctored them a little bit put them in some, you know, olive oil and some garlic and made some meatballs. My wife had some sauce. She made a big, big pot of sauce a couple of weeks back. She froze a big chunk of it. Then we also had some nice fresh bread. Oh, right. And so I just poured some sauce in a bowl with like six meatballs and some fresh bread. I made a little side salad. Boom. Oh, boy, it really hit the spot. Meatballs. What the heck is better Mm. than a meatball? Fabulous. Oh, my gosh. Well, um... I just want to say that if you are a fan of feta, if it's a cheese that you enjoy, I am. get yourself down to Stimulus, which is the Greek market on Penn Avenue in the Strip, because their Greek barrel feta is so delicious there. Yeah. I mean, it is just, it will beat the tar out of what you can buy at the grocery store, mm, and it's a lot no cheaper, and you can meet the lovely people at Stimulus, and it'll they'll just make your day. It's a Greek market. Greek market, right on Penn Avenue, uh, right next to Penn Mac, if you're familiar with that. Anyway, you should definitely give it a taste. What did you watch? I'm telling you, there is so much stuff to watch. So many good things. Golden age of television. Yeah, it really is. So on Apple TV this week, We watched a documentary called Louis Armstrong, Black and Blue. Now, I love Louis Armstrong. I've listened to his music for many, many decades. There's a great book out there called Pops. This is a different sort of feel of Louis Armstrong. Mm. It's very insightful. Uh, It deals, of course, uh, (laughs) unimaginably so, with race, um, with America in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. It's a nice little time capsule. So if you've got Apple TV, I would highly recommend Louis Armstrong, mm. Black and Blue. I'm going to try to watch that this weekend. Mm. That sounds super interesting to me. Uh, I took in another episode of My Next Guest uh, with David Letterman, oh, which is you? streaming on Netflix. And uh, Letterman looks like Noah, for crying out loud, with his gigantic beard. Uh, but boy, does he do a good interview. He does. He does a good interview. And I watched the one with Tina Fey, and she's a fascinating person, incredibly talented and funny as mm-hmm. heck. But boy, she's very serious in this as only a comic can be. <laughs> you know, when yeah. the comic gets serious, when the clown becomes the truth teller, yeah. it gets heartfelt quickly. Oh, I love Tina Fey. And so check out uh, my next guest on Netflix. What hacked you off? Okay, uh, we just talked about anger. Anger's weird, right? Because anger can be directed outward at something behemoth like the world and all that's in it. Or anger can be also extremely tiny and searingly personal. I, I said this before, and I'll just touch on this briefly. My sister-in-law is passing because of cancer, and she is crushed. I mean, seriously, she is just crushed. And I think about death and cancer and sickness and our fallen and broken world. And it just, it's anger and despair and the recklessness of illness in our lives and Adam and Eve Mm -hmm. and the fall and original sin and all that. Uh, I just get hacked off at the big C, which is cancer. I can't believe how similar mine is to that. 
Uh, Michael Gerson passed away yesterday, who's someone that John and I did not know personally. He was a guest on our show a couple times. Uh, he's a writer, columnist with The Washington Post. He was George W. Bush's chief speechwriter. He was only 58 years old at his passing. I didn't even know he was sick. Um, I've really, I enjoyed his last book, City of Man, a lot that he wrote with Pete Weiner. And I, but his writing in the Post, John, isn't it gorgeous? So. Again, we were talking about poetry. What a wordsmith. He's a different kind of poet. What a wordsmith. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, I was reading today a um, Yuval Levine in the National Review posted uh, some thoughts about him today. And in the article, uh, Yuval said that he had, Michael had had uh, heart trouble for a long time. And then he had kidney cancer, which spread to his lungs and Mm -hmm. his bones. And he had Parkinson's. Good golly. And I think one indignity on another. Why is that visited on one person? It just breaks my heart. I hated when I was reading it. I just hated the world. Yep, I did. I hated and disease. And Jesus, why do you let that happen, let that happen to someone who loves you and followed you? And it's just, I don't know. There it's are no fair. It is. It's it's unfair, and it tacks me off. What was the best news you heard this week? Today is Friday. Tomorrow's Saturday. My two kids get in uh, their cars and they drive home to see us for the Thanksgiving break. Super happy about that. Best news. Uh, Last year, I had no kitchen to cook anything in uh, because we were emptying out our house. And I cooked a very sad turkey and one potato pretty much. And this year, I'm very excited that we'll have more than that. What have you been listening to? I get this earworm. Louis Armstrong from Black and Blue. I've been listening to this. A kiss to fill a dream on In my imagination Will drive upon that kiss Ooh, sweetheart I ask no more than this A kiss to fill a dream on Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that just gorgeous? Oh my just go floating down there That's with Lewis. Louis, and when the trumpet comes in at the Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. So gorgeous. All How right. about you? This is what I've been listening to. What the heck? That's wild. So that's the Lion King cast on NPR's Tiny Desk. It's a live performance of four songs from the show. The woman whose voice you heard first has done 5,000 Lion Kings. Whoa. That's a life right there. That's what I've been listening to. Fabulous. Good stuff. The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong. The fact is, with proposed new taxes, another market crash, inflation, and rising health care costs, you could be forced to downsize your retirement. Discover the secret savvy investors are turning to for retirement security. A new 401k law that unlocks an ingenious retirement protection plan that could protect your savings from inflation and a stock market downturn while boosting your retirement income as much as 40%. It's all laid out in simple language in a new book from Josh Melberg. His insightful guide is your 
roadmap to retiring with confidence, and it's yours free with one call. Don't risk a lifetime of work building your retirement. This little-known retirement protection plan could safeguard your wealth and boost your retirement up to 40%. For your free copy of Guarantee Your Retirement by Josh Melberg, call now. Call 800-337-8051. That's 800-337-8051. 800-337-8051. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create you will be delighted after every catering event jill tells our cooks i wish i could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the springhouse train up a child in the way they should go well you know the rest it's a calling you take very seriously as a christian parent And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hill seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Hi, I'm Kyle. My company is Blindster.com. I started Blindster in 2010 to provide custom blind shades and shutters at affordable prices. Our blinds are easy to install and shipping is free. Don't hire an expensive professional. Do it yourself and save big at Blindster.com. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. So tonight is light up night. I forgot that. I, I would imagine that the parkways are flooded with people. Have you been to Light Up Night ever? Never. 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 We did it a couple of years. Um, uh, this is how long ago it's been. I mean, I think Kaufman's was still open. Wow. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Our kids were super little. We went down with friends of ours. And we, you know, it was fun. We stumbled around, but boy, it was cold. And tonight's going to be no different. It's going to be super cold out there. So if you're headed to Light Up Night, have fun, be safe, and uh, go Pittsburgh in the bright lights. Wow. A lot going on this weekend as well. Um this is cool. If you're downtown, I know you love this. Uh, the uh, Holiday Market opens tonight. You're kidding. In Market Square. That's I right. love mm-hmm. the Holiday Market. Uh, 11 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. daily. Uh, special opening day contest will be held starting um, at 6 o'clock. Well, it's almost 6 o'clock right now. And it goes on until, when does it go through? I think All the, the way 24th. to Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So the German-style market gets underway. Oh, I love that. Also, the largest pet expo on the East Coast will take over the David L. Lawrence Convention Center today through Sunday. Okay. Expo highlights include uh, the Carnegie, Carnegie Museum of Natural History, live animal encounters, uh, or kind of pet things. And your, you know, your pets are invited as well. And they run the gamut, as you might imagine. 
you know, like iguanas and those things to the gigantic uh, dogs and um, beautiful felines. Okay. All right. Lighting up in Oakland is happening. A kickoff party for Glowland. It's a month-long art installation and festival. Kicks off this evening at 6.30 to 9.30 at Shenley Plaza in oh, really? Oakland. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that... Is that a new thing? Featured uh, installation impulsing 15 sound and light producing seesaws intended to transform Shenley Park into a playground for visitors of all ages. Continues until December 17th. That's on like the grass seat? Yeah. Really? Okay, interesting. Uh, what else? Oh, there's an indie craft market, the I Made It Market. Pittsburgh's nomadic indie craft markets will uh, be at the um, the Block Northway, McKnight Road. Okay. And uh, that's uh, Saturday from 10 o'clock until 6 o'clock. And, of course, um, what else is going on? Oh, uh, Sunday at Braddock's Battlefield History Center, there's something called uh, Brews and Bites. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Right? I Go had on. some friends that went to that. Uh, History Center interprets the Battle of the Monongahela at the beginning of the French and Indian War when a British under General Braddock was defeated by a French and Canadian native troops. 20 bucks to go, and there's a little party there. Thanks to the Pittsburgh Tribune Review for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, John, thanks for joining me today on the ride home. My pleasure to be with you on the (laughs) ride home. Happy to have you. Very good. Right. (laughs) Enjoy your weekend and uh, stay warm. God willing, we'll see you Monday. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. This is Ryan Anderson, President. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.